0: back to a Celtic state of mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and this afternoon I'm delighted to be joined by Kevin McCluskey and Lawrence Conley to um, have a look back on the first 45 minutes. Celtic nil, Motherwell nil. Uh, Kevin, it has more or less been a dominant performance with a few reminders that we're going to have to take the lead and keep things tight at the back. I think... Uh, Joe Hart reminded us of that in the 34th minute when he was left in no man's land. Um, Pretty dominant, but a wee bit of complacency creeping in near the end of the half.
2: Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good summation of the first half. It's been pretty frustrating as far as I'm concerned. We've been dominant, we've had all the ball. We've had something like 80% possession in that first half, which is a great start to have. It's nice to look at, but we've done very little with it when we've had the ball. Like. I think there's been seven shots at goal, only one, I think, on target. Our best hope of a goal came from Palmer's corner that Stephen O'Donnell nearly diverted in. You know, we haven't created anything of major note, but we have dominated the game. And, like, I've got a note maybe halfway through the half just saying, like, if we just keep on doing what we're doing, it's it's not time to panic yet. We are dominating the game. I think we just need to be a wee bit sharper with the passing I uh, like is when we're going more through the middle the can kind a of quick pass around the, the edge of the box if we can just get that right I think we can cut through them but it's been frustrating because we've just been that wee bit off it um, and we haven't been able to get the goal yet and then yeah down at the other end you know Motherwell for them for their perspective I think they've got everything they want out of that first half they frustrated us we haven't created so many clear openings They've looked fairly decent on the break. Um, We need to be careful about that. But up until that 34th minute, I would have said Vickers, and Scales had dealt with almost everything that came their way. So it's not time to panic or anything like that yet. But uh, an early goal at the start of the second half would certainly ease any nerves that you've got about this game.
0: Yeah, there's, there's loads of great comments coming in. Thanks everybody for getting involved in the chat. If you want to make any kind of comment and get involved with us or indeed the other commenters, all you need to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel and that's what Stephen Sloan has done. If Hart is still our number one next season, I'll scream and Yang is having a mayor, Right. Okay, so I'll have a look at your two points. The first one being on Joe Hart. I think there was one moment in the first half, 34 minutes on the clock. Lawrence where come out and kind of mistimed things a bit. Uh, put us under unnecessary pressure, and it was shored up by Carter Vickers. So I think that's a wee bit harsh. You know, in terms of Joe Hart overall, uh, I've said all season that I want a backup. uh, I want another goalkeeper to challenge Joe Hart. We don't know if he's going to extend his stay any longer than this campaign, Lawrence, but I don't think, based on today's performance, he's given us any cause for concern, has he? But I thought so. I think
1: he's clearly the best keeper in the league, never mind at at Celtic. Well, There's one moment in that match saying, right, he's terrible, got to get him off. Nah. Yeah, I think he's still far the the best keeper in the league. And uh, yeah, he's the best keeper at Celtic. Motherwell's keeper's been pretty decent today. I, I don't know if that's someone Celtic's maybe keeping a, an eye on. Uh, obviously, things haven't worked out for Seagrist. Then know has got a longer-term contract. and With a bit of a clear-out of keepers Hazard and, and David Great, his grandson, decide to go to Watford. So, yeah, I don't see any, you know, Hart's not going to go in forever, but it's still the best we've got, easily the best we've got. And, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, our problem's been at the other end of the park, we've had loads of the ball, but we've not created really that many clear-cut chances. You know, it's whether we're trying to pass the ball into the net, taking too many touches, or just reluctant to hit it from the edge of the box. But I think that's where the issue's been, not so much with Joe Hart today.
0: No, the thing is, it has been so dominant, Lawrence, that uh, whenever there's a breakaway, a counter-attack, you just got to really be uh, make sure that you're not going to become complacent at the back, you're switched on. And I think even where that that error, if it was a, a mistimed um, uh, situation by Joe Hart, that error, then it was shored up. As I say, you've had scales in, in Vickers who have been solid today. There was a couple of occasions where I think both players... I've shown just how good a partnership they've got. They can almost, um, you know, read the the game of the of their partner. And it's worked really well in that respect. When you go uh, to the, the actual formation, there's, there's a point here um, about us maybe not really needing to have four at the back today. I, I know the point that you're making, uh, Double denim. Very apparent to me that we are wasting Kyogo in the system. Kyogo's been pretty anonymous in the first half. It looks really isolated up there. And either needs a partner or a number ten to play off. Go through the back and put a second man up front. Lawrence, you were talking about that um, with one eye on the Lazio game. I can understand why the point is being made. Um, it does, you know, give you the opportunity to either bring someone like O oh, into the game or, or flood the midfield. Um, do you think it would make a difference on a day like today? I mean, I don't. I, I would tend to agree with Kevin McCluskey in that you know you continue to do. Uh, what you're doing at the moment, you're going to break them down. You've got enough creativity up top, you know, with O'Reilly, Palmer, Yang, uh, even Kielgaard himself, who's you not know, been in the game. They're going to create a chance, we're going to score a goal if you continue the the game plan that we've already got. What's your take on it? Stay as we are
1: or make that change? I think that's much what Brendan will be saying. He's saying, boys, well, you know, you he's to he's dominating the ball, the chance will come. Just make sure you take it when it does come. You may have some words with Kyogo, Palmer, Yang... You know, the four players and you know, release it a bit earlier. I don't be scared to to hit a shot, but you know, it's as dominant as you can be in a game without scoring. Uh, and you know, Motherwell, they've set up, to, they've come to, to try and get a point, haven't they? Uh, they've set up well defensively, they've been they've been uh, pretty diligent, but they will tie in, in the second half, and we've got mm-hmm. to be there, you know, to take advantage of it. You know, if it gets to 60 minutes, Sixty-five, you might want to look at all for a change for Kogo if he's still not the chance, but not too sure about formation change at the moment. Uh, I think the tactics are working in terms of we dominate the ball, that's what we want to do. And it's played mostly in the middle, half and in and around about their box. So that'll be individual moment, you know, that bit of quality that, that yeah. creates chance and gets the goal that we're looking for. And that's the individuals, not the the setup. I don't, you know, so I think it'll be an individual change rather than a set-up change.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the first half, what I seen, Kevin, was the fact that our two wingers were flying. Um, I think Jan kind of faded a wee bit, maybe near the end of the half, last ten minutes, he was things weren't kind of working for him. But uh, certainly on the other side, Palma, um, he looks creative. He's getting the balls into the box. I'm I'm going to ask you though, that type of uh, ball into the box is is it the type of ball that that you know almost makes Kyogo anonymous, because he's not getting on the end of any of these these crosses, is he? That type of cross. I always remember him being brilliant at the front post when the ball was kind of zipped in. Um, he was great at attacking that type of cross. Um, but it seems to be, I mean, Kyogo's game seems to be suffering as a result of that. So it's great that the wingers have got that free reign and they're looking fantastic in the first half overall. Um, but it's not really creating the clear-cut chances that we're looking for, is it?
2: No, it's not. And it's something I've noticed as well as uh, like you say, it's that it's the type of delivery we're putting in. It
0: mm-hmm.
2: doesn't suit Kyogo. He likes the ball to be on the ground zipped in low near post that he can go and attack it. There's been a few times I've noticed today that Palma especially, he's putting in a cross and it's, it's a lovely ball that he's putting in. It's not the right ball for Kyogo, but then Kyogo's the only one that's in a central position mm-hmm. in the box and everyone else is around the 18-yard box. So you've only really got the one target to aim for and you're putting the wrong type of ball in for them. Uh, I guess that's something that they'll need to work on in training. Because at the moment, you know, or you just need to tell Palma he needs to change the type of delivery he's putting in because at the moment it isn't working. And that's what leads to the frustrations that out wide we're getting into the position to put the final ball in or just putting the wrong final ball in. Mm-hmm. Maybe it changes if it's an O type of striker that's in there, but I would be loath to take Hugo out of the team right now to put O in. So it's something that needs to change. But in the first 15-20 minutes, I thought that both the wide players were excellent. There's something about Palma, the technique, the way that he plays a pass. It's it's beautiful, man. I love watching him. I don't know if you saw his, um, his assist for Honduras during the week. They yeah. kind of clipped in ball. It's the type of one that that would not have looked out of place in a vintage Barcelona team that had just Xavi and Iniesta midfield. That kind of pass would just have fitted in perfectly. You could imagine one of them doing it. He's got that about him, that inventive play. But for all that, he needs to have the right player playing up alongside him. And at the moment, the final ball is just not there. Yang, I thought, had a really good, impressive start to the game. Um, Was coming inside, going down the line as well but I really enjoy his battle that he's having with Spencer. It was the same one that he had at, at Fir Park and he lost mm-hmm. it there. And it's it's uh, it's a big. this is a big kind of mental hurdle for him to overcome, I think. it's the one player he's not had the better of so far domestically this season. And it's a really intriguing battle. I think it's, it's 50-50 at the moment between the two of them. Spencer seems to be winning some, but what I've noticed as well is that Yang's tracking back is phenomenal. As well, There was a couple of occasions when Spencer would be getting the better of him defensively on the attack and Yangs just tracked him back and won the ball. So I'd like to see him maybe release the ball a bit earlier when he gets the chance or just have that wee bit more confidence to take his man on and drive into the box rather than cut across the 18-yard line. It's little changes, so it's like Lauren said at the moment, there's no need to make system change. It's just about individuals maybe doing something a wee bit better or a wee bit different. But you know, give it ten, fifteen minutes of the second half before you yeah. need to look at anything else.
0: No, definitely. Uh, Tony's back and Tony Dabbering, great to see you. Palma and scales that keep raising their game to new heights. I thought scales is excellent in that first half. And Palma is the man, he's the the outball, if you like. And there's some really good good points coming in here. I'm going to bring this one up here from Ian McMonagall. Uh, Ralston would get some great byline crosses in if Yang gave him the ball I know exactly what he means with this one Kevin because it goes back to the type of cross you were talking about that Kyogo loves he loves to attack that cross that's zipped in at pace but you know it's probably up to maybe knee height Kyogo loves attacking that getting in front of the defender and uh, he's able to divert the crosses volleys half volleys um, Ralston's brought doing it he's overlapping but Yang's deciding to kind of cut onto his left and, and ping the ball over so just Small moments like that, small changes can can make a massive difference in this game. Pat O, uh, need to play with two strikers, says Pat. And again, I can understand where you're coming from. Keep the two wingers on and just go two central midfielders because you've then got a situation where maybe Kyogo's playing a wee bit behind O because we've seen him doing that as well. We've, we, we've seen him doing that with uh, Yakimakis in Europe last season. We know he can do it. Um, and George Robertson, our centre-halves do not score goals, and I think that's relevant when you think about, where were we? Um, seven corner kicks after something like 35 minutes. You know, we get a lot of corner kicks, but we're not very dangerous with them, are we? We've got guys who can deliver the ball in, like Palma, like O'Reilly, when turn ball's on the park, he can do it. But we've no one who actually attacks the ball. You know, it, it used to be the two centre-halves going up for the corners. There's virtually no point in lofting the ball into the box at the moment just get the ball back into play. Um, So I can see that in pinball, um, a wee bit frustrated from that first half insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Or indeed, you can continually do that and grind your opposition uh, down and then you've got it in your locker to do something different. And I think that's what we do have. We do have something in our locker to do, do something different. Talking about personnel changes, Lawrence, any changes you would make? Do you think there's anybody that you could bring off that bench to give us that creativity and that spark?
1: Well, you, you know, we don't know what telio has got. Uh, Mikey Johnston, it's a wee while since he's he's done it for us. I mean, the, the obvious change is, is bringing Owen. Yeah, Whether that's o, go out to the wing uh, or a change of formation, but I'd, I'd probably... If it gets to 60 minutes, first change, I think so. Bring an O on. Then, he's on, according to Charlie B. He's come on, he on. And if he's
0: come on for home, uh, which is information we're getting from George, then there has been a slight change in shape. So that's very interesting indeed. Because, you know, sometimes you think to yourself, Lawrence, at half time, it's maybe a knee jerk reaction. It's nothing each, but we are dominant. We're controlling the game. But obviously, Brendan's seen that, you know, Kyogre's no getting into the game here. We need to change the shape a wee bit. Uh, when you've got the two inverted fullbacks, sometimes you, you're, the midfield looks after itself because they guys tuck in and they give you the numbers and, and strength in the midfield area. So he's managed to take off a midfielder. We've um, had that confirmed in the comment section. And O is on. Um, is home good enough for Celtic? Mick, I think he is. I think he's a very good prospect. He's showed enough that uh, you know he can develop and, and be a project that we're, we're proud of. Uh, there's been plenty of projects that's worked worked out. By the way, it's not a bad word um, when we're talking about transfers. But yeah, I think O does have what it takes to be a, a Celtic player. Um, but Brendan Rodgers is going to just uh, take the uh, approach of, you know, giving him a game here and there. He's had two back to back domestic starts. Kevin, bring him into. It. He's got a wee bit of Champions League experience now. He's had an injury. He's not going to start every week. But yeah, I do think he's he's good enough in Helen and, and Confirming always on. So two up top, let's see how it goes in the second half. Kevin, is that what we need? Is that the change we needed?
2: Well, it's the one I would have made around about the hour mark, if it wasn't working for us. So Brendan's just got there 15 minutes before me. I thought Holman was decent in the first half today, was maybe half a yard off it. There was a few passes that didn't quite make the man, that maybe just stopped an attack unnecessarily. So like I say, maybe I would have made the change in the hour. So Brendan's done it before me. He's taking the bull by the horns for that second half and let's hope it pays off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Over 700 on the live stream at half-time. At the moment, it's scoreless. We've made the change. Let's join the action in the second half and hopefully Celtic can get the result. All that's left for me to say is to thank you again, Kevin McCluskey and Lawrence Connolly, for joining me on a Celtic Stater night.